We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. So how do businesses and creators like us who did not cheat with hacks and tactics and don't want to be stuck in the content wheel of death, how do we build a modern media team and profit from our content? In this creator's economy, pre-filled templates and content calendars have become the solution for those that are not willing to put in the work and build a real business. Those that get rewarded are the ones that create and control their own process that is right content can be a distraction or your biggest lever here you learn to develop the systems to create consistently build trust with your audience and get the attention of those that are willing to give you money go to contentsprofit.com get started today and join the community let's go I, I can feel the energy. The energy it's today. It's Friday, baby. It's Friday. Literal, I think it's because of this new affirmation right here. I'm a beacon <laughs> of positive energy for those around me. Let's go. Ooh, I love it. I love it, guys. But job, today, today is about our guest, and we're going to be talking all about filling your pipeline with leads that are ready to buy. Yes, Ooh. yes. Please Ooh. tell me more. Please I tell know. me more. I mean, do you want to talk before, sex- before that? You want to talk that. sexy to me, bro? Say pipeline, leads ready to buy. That. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's that, that is sexy. That is very uh, sexy. Before we go into sexy, <laughs> Fonzie, can we, you share the sponsor today? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Today's sponsor is your own. The Biz Bros. Yes, we sponsor Let's our own go. podcast with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to multi-purpose it, you want a plug-and-play team, mm, mm. we're here for you. That is right. So slide in the DMs at Biz Bros. Go on Facebook, on Instagram. That's right. Guys, go ahead and follow the show because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these episodes are dropping on your phone. With incredible value and action points for you to move that business forward from the best, best experts in the industry. And uh, follow us on social media at Base Bros. Go. That is right. And if today's guest helped you move one step closer to your goal, or in this case, fill your pipeline, let's go. Please don't forget to share it with somebody else. You might be doing the exact same thing for them. And and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Happy Friday. Today, we bring you a guest that came directly from our sales ascenders family. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Sean and Chris, for introducing us to today's guest. Oh, yeah. She came highly recommended, and she's ready to share her knowledge on organic lead generation. Mm. Are you struggling to fill up the pipeline? Fear not, my friend. Today, your pipeline will be revitalized. Today's guest is the host of the Revenue Accelerator podcast. She's a multiple times best-selling author and the founder of Action Incubator. Not to mention that she does she does it all with three kids under the age of seven. Say what? I know that by itself is so freaking impressive. Please welcome your organic lead generation bestie, Cass Keep telling, keep telling, go on. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. How are you doing? We're so happy to have you here. I'm, I'm good. Um, you know, is the cocaine on the left or the right of the screen? Because, uh, de- guys, your de- energy. De- definitely on, on Fonzie's side. Uh, okay. I, I'm telling you today, I, I'm, I'm feeling good. Shirt, you can't tell the residue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. That's why. We're, we're, we're feeling good today. Energy's yeah. high. Incredible, incredible yeah. guest. So thank you for coming here today, Kat. It's all because of you, Kat. We're just excited. <laughs> and by the way, just just so you know, can you take a guess of what time I woke up today? It's it's five p.m. It's almost five p.m. in the afternoon as we're recording this. What time do you think I woke up today? Oh, you have a two-year-old, so probably at two, four, six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, well, he sleeps like beautifully. Three forty-five a.m. Let's go. I've been so, I've been working really hard on on getting up early so and getting be, things done. Just this saying. might be the sign. You know how you get that crash. energy spike right <laughs> oh, before you crash. crash. <laughs> this is it. This is that like delirious high? That's right. <laughs> that is right. Go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Kat, we're extremely excited. We got connected with Chris and Sean, which, by the way, have been like one of the top like most listened episodes. Incredible mm-hmm. feedback. People sending those things to like other people. So I I like I am sure this is gonna be one of those episodes that people are gonna be like grab this and send it to the entire company and be like do this the, the goal is to over, <laughs> overtake their yeah. episode you know and, inst- and now send yours out there in the well, world you just said the magic words because competition is definitely something that it runs <laughs> in my family having five sisters it's on let's go yeah. let's do it so i'm curious a little bit on how everything started for you you know your business like was there a transition point where you were doing something and then you're like 
screw that. Let's let's let me go and, and tackle organic lead generation and pipeline fill. I mean, is the answer ever no? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. Well, I mean, I came from like a corporate background, got my MBA, biz, mm. you know, big corporation kind of stuff. And basically, you know, as much as I appreciated having done that and all the experience, it just wasn't what was feeding my soul. So basically I created a transition plan. I got my coaching certification, all that good stuff. And I finally, you know, mitigated the risk like any <laughs> smart entrepreneur does and yeah. jumped into entrepreneurship. And for a few years there, I was just being a copycat, right? I was being a version of someone else. I wasn't really being me because I didn't know really what me meant to be in this different market space, because like any other corporate person, I dismissed all of my success and all the things that I had achieved just because I was an entrepreneur. So uh. basically, once I let go of having to perfect and be this other version of what I thought other people expected and really lean into, you know what? I just know how to convert and have conversations and generate leads. Yes. And that's what people keep coming to me for. Then that's where success started happening. It's how you turn $14,000 years into $100,000 months. Let's go. Hold on. This is the sound of Cat Ching. Yeah, this Kat is absolutely amazing. Ching. And I'm not going to lie. This is the first thing that stood out to, to me about you, right? I mean, my brother, he talked to you before, but for me, was I was the one putting, you know, or a resource for the podcast right here. So I went to your website and I feel like as soon as I went into your website, I'm like, okay. This is original, right? It's like all Mission Impossible kind of like theme. I was like, this is so freaking cool. And then when you showed up here, you got the red background, your awesome, awesome hair, right? I mean, I'm about to try to pull that out. Please I'm, do. I, I'm just going to have like one like this, yeah. <laughs> one, one string of hair, and then just try to put I'm it like in the some OCD color. people, they're going to be like, fixating on trying to push that back into your hat yeah. right now. I know, you smoke side to side. But, yeah. you know, that stood out to me and I'm like, wow, like she has a personality, right? And we know, we've talked about this before, that one of the three P's of differentiation is personality, right? Yeah. Leaning, uh, being your, your yourself. So I'm curious, a lot of people struggling to be themselves, struggling to, you know, lean into their own reality, how do they get past, let's say, that wall? How do they break through and start embracing who they are? Um, you know, I think it's really a lifelong struggle. I think a lot, especially, and, you know, I can't speak for men, haven't been one, um, but at least for women, like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of too much and not enough. And I think most entrepreneurs can basically feel that, which is you're always the thing that in the opposite instance. So I'm always too much in this instance where I don't feel like I should be enough and, you know, vice versa. And so really it comes through, you know, looking at what comes easy to you yeah, and how yeah. can you really stand in your confidence? Because it really has a lot to do with that sales, lead gen, just content, right? Like showing up, you guys, mm -hmm. shit ton of confidence, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, and it's not the confidence like the overbearing where I'm trying to make up for something that I lack, but it's just, I am having fun. I'm in flow. I'm feeling this. And this mm. is how I want to show up in the world. And I think that's where a lot of people feel a lot of resistance is that they keep trying to do a strategy that doesn't align to their, you know, their soul, like not yeah, to go all yeah. like super woo, but like, if that's not your strengths and your audience don't respond to it, you're just going to constantly keep struggling. So find those two things. How do you show up best and how do your audience con consume content? you know get those next to each other and that's how you open up the doors to success. Mm, I love it. I love it. You know, uh, these past few days, I've been listening to Brand Tracy. I don't know if you're familiar with Brand Tracy. Um, first time, actually, that I listened to one of his his books. And I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I'm like, I'm going to listen this like five times in a row. But one of the things he's talking about is obviously that fear of, and, and we're getting a little rooted here, root cause mm -hmm. is the fear of embarrassment, right? I mean, people mm -hmm. that, if, if, fear of failure or fear of embarrassment, what are people next to me mm -hmm. that already know me for who I am today are going to say if I do something different, right? Yeah. Do, do you ever struggle with that? No. I'm amazing and perfect in every single way. We're done, right? <laughs> That's what I, I knew says I knew all it. the time. Yeah, we, I mean, we knew it. You know, I think, you know, a lot of times people talk about feel of failure and, and all that. And I honestly, like uh, with all the clients that I've worked with, I really find that it's less fear of failure because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are just like been there, done that like yep. my entire life kind of thing. But it's the fear of success. Mm. 
Mm. What if everything starts working right and I can't step up? What you know? Can I handle this? Can I handle the client volume? Can I? Am, am I going to have to do everything again? And they start sabotaging themselves yeah, yeah. because their financial thermostat is only set to a certain degree. Ten percent above it, you start sabotaging yourself to come back to it. Ten percent below it, you start hustling to get back to that place. Yeah. And it's all about not necessarily working within those parameters, but how do you build the confidence yeah. to be willing to receive more so you can raise that financial thermostat? I oh. I, I love that's I, a golden boulder. I, yeah, golden on, boulder golden moment. Golden boulder moment. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Hashtag golden boulder. Uh, guys, minute ten, please save <laughs> it. Okay. Uh, and and I love it because I relate so much to this, especially last. Year right, la, la, obviously with, with COVID happening, this story we share a little bit, but we lost about eighty percent of, of ourselves. We used to help a lot of local businesses, and we were faced with this decision of how can we transition right o online, really, like with the people that we help. And now we've helped people literally all over the world, which is we're, we're super blessed. But at the same time, that caused a moment where you know it was just me and my brother freelancing at, the, at that point, right? It's just us doing literally everything, fulfillment selling mm -hmm. starting with the show I, it was it was it's a complete mess right in, and i remember sitting there in front of the computer and just looking at maybe the list of people that we should have been calling reaching out for different things and I, i was just like blocked i'm like i don't know why i cannot do this like i don't i don't understand why i cannot just dive in and, and deep right and, and go there right and that was an inflection point and we've had help with different coaches and and we talked through this right and it was one of those level up moments Because yep. we we knew that we had something special, but it was that fear of like, if it works, holy crap, a lot of work is going to come our way and we don't really know how to tackle this, right? So for us, that level up moment was our first hire. And I remember, you know, we've, it, to me, it was a lot of friction. I think Fonzie was like so over like the, the editing side of things because he was the one editing. And he's like, man, we, we got to do this thing. And I was, I was literally frozen and he sent out like the first like, job description right and, and we put it as hard as possible to filter as many people as possible before that first conversation and then that first person came in and then the second person came in and then the third person came in and then the fourth person came in and, and yeah. we started to level up and and you know learn about different things how to uh, I've, i've managed other teams in in in, a, in the previous job that i had and like just grabbing that and applying here and this new environment and i remember very vividly that that was exactly my thought process it was like man like I don't care about failing. Like we've been failing for like six years and that's fine. We've been learning. That's we're okay with that. Yeah. Is that moment where you're faced to like go up like more than that 10% that you mentioned, you're like, crap. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to feel lost again. Like he's just like, ah, oh. so thing happened a year later, same thing. Like we hit another ceiling and we're yeah. like, man, again. Okay. Well now we know that that's an indicator that we're growing that we need to push through, that thing is going to get better, right, on the other side. Uh, so I, I loved it. I loved it. Again, go back, guys, to minute 10 and re-listen to that because it's probably one of the most, like, impactful things that we've learned over the, these past couple of years. So yeah, thank you, So Ken. So I want to kind of, like, recap it a little bit. It's not so much the fear of failure as it is the fear of success, right, of stepping into new yeah. heights. So how do you... How, How do we start? What is the let's go, let's go a little bit more tactical here, uh, more action driven, right? Because I know you're all about action. How do we start stepping into these new heights and you know realizing that yes, we can achieve more, we can fulfill at higher levels? So I think like intrinsically, we always know what's possible. It's just whether or not we're willing to face it. And so I think the first thing is having that conversation, like just go ahead and go all crazy, sit down with yourself and start listing out what is it that you're truly, really afraid of. Um, and so, you know, so I'm a strategist that leverages coaching capabilities. And so this is all about like the saboteur, your ego, whatever you want to call it. But basically, that's actually the fuel that will help you succeed because That conversation is where the friction in your life is happening. Yeah. Meaning that is causing, you know, space and time to be increased between you and success. Yeah. So if you're trying to get successful faster, you have to look inside as to what is going on because you're really the only thing between you and success. Mm. It's not about learning something new or anything like that, because at the end of the day, it's two decisions in business. Do I need to learn how to do it or who do I need to hire to do it for me? Right. So if you know those are the only two decisions you need to make, then what is it that you need to learn and what is it that needs to be implemented? And you've got to look inside and say, okay, 
what part of this is my responsibility and what about us I'm afraid of? Yeah. When you ask yourself those questions related to all the things that are creating that fear and that anxiety, you will actually give yourself the answer. Because instead of trying to be, you know, kind of held back and hiding underneath the table, which is what your ego absolutely wants you to do because it's trying to keep you safe. It's not fun to fall on your face all the time. It's, you yeah, know, like yeah. it's why you put your hands out and stuff. It's also how you break your wrist snowboarding because you're not supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> but when you ask yourself that question, yeah. it creates the action plan. So now you really don't have any other excuse. And so if you know exactly what to do and you're still not doing it, that's where you really need to start leveraging other people because this is beyond just yourself. It's about getting outside of yourself and having someone else who's not attached to the outcome. So it's basically like, you know, people talk about I can't see the picture from the frame. You have to get somebody else. You don't want someone who can just show you the frame. You want someone who can show you the gallery. What is the path forward? How do you really truly achieve success when you are completely unattached by your fears and your failures and anticipation of those things potentially happen? What yeah. is truly possible for you? And the mm. people who can dream and see at that level are the people that you already admire. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> where they, where's my boulder? Where's my boulder? Yeah, there was, boom. Yes, there yeah. we go. Hold on. The crowd is going crazy too. That, um, that, that was so good that we were just like thinking like, so, wow. sitting there, I'm like, yeah, but, so, going I'm, I'm processing everything. I'm, I'm imagining before you go there, I'm imagining just like, yeah, just kind of like a crane lifting you up, seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. And often I, I remember the conversation uh, with Myron Golden yeah. that he was doing the reference with the coin, right? And uh, I know that was so impactful for us. He yeah. he grabs a coin and he's like, most people walk like this and he put it right in front of his eye, right? He's like, if I close one eye, that is all I see, right? He's like, and they're just walking with that one problem in front of them. But as you move the coin farther back, you can see the whole picture. It's the same thing that you're talking about yeah. right now. So, so important. And something that you mentioned at the beginning of this comment was giving yourself the time, right? Yeah. Think, like, talk to yourself pretty much, right? Yeah. Like, and sit with yourself and think. And most people don't do that. Honestly, ra raising my hand, I'm probably included in that pool of people. I need to do that more. Yeah. Uh, and I might be you know, procrastinating on that myself because I might be scared of the fear of success, right? <laughs> well, and there's the comparison too, right? Yep. Of like, yeah. it's it's fear of your own success, but it's also the comparison aspect of things. So I am here and you're there and why are you more successful and I'm not more successful? I'm smarter than you, I'm more capable than you, but I'm not more successful. And so mm -hmm. what is it that you're doing? And then all of that energy is wasted and it's kind of doing this. And I'm sure every single person has done this. Have you ever driven down the highway or on a road and you've looked over to the right and you were looking at something and then you look back on the road and it was just a split second and you realized you changed lanes? How dangerous <laughs> yeah. is it to take your eye off of the direction that you're supposed to be driving? Yeah. Yeah. Stop looking right, stop looking left and just focus on your destination because that's your destiny, yeah. right? Living your life and your purpose, you don't know their path. You can't understand what they've gone through and what they've, you know, been through or, or, or under and over and all that. And so really people have a hard time just focusing on themselves because it's easier when we yeah. distract ourselves and waste time by comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. And let's please compare ourselves to people who are where we were when they were there. Yeah. So if you're going to compare yourself to Oprah, don't compare yourself to where you are now and where she is now. Compare yourself to where she was when you were where you are now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, as you were explaining, Sam, the, the the reason my jaw just dropped the, to the table was um, because when we came into this space on content, right? We will go out to these local businesses, and we have our, our dog super sad over there, just crying. <laughs> needs to get out. Uh, but we have a husky <laughs> that's very vocal. So if you if you hear, that's why. Um, so I remember going to these local businesses, right? And they were like, "Hey." We need to produce all this content and we got to be out there. So we started actually going to those locations and filming them for about four hours in different topics, Q&As, bringing different members in fitness studios, right? And there were things that they were saying there, like that we would like prime them to, to do these kind of things, right? And then we will multipurpose that content and publish it, right? But it was things that they were saying and then they will come back a week later and they're like, no, 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 pull that one down, pull that down. Like, it's not okay. Like, look at these comments. Like, people are angry at us and people are happy at us. Like, it's just mix of emotions right and i'm like 
you were the one literally saying these things in front of the camera and you guys approved it. Like, like nobody put a, a gun on your head to do this. And you go to the point where we we're like, enough. We don't want to deal with that type of client anymore because there's so much friction, right? So mm -hmm. fast forward just a little bit, right? We're like, okay, transition to the online world. And now we're the, the type of people that we work with is people that are comfortable sharing their, their thoughts, right? And they're comfortable. They're like, they, it motivates them. They're like, this is who I am. I'm good, right? But then with the show, something interesting happened. We started interacting with a lot of people that are starting that journey too at an audience level, right? So they're coming on and we launched this workshop and this is the thing, right? Like CEOs, different things that have staff and they employ the other people. But when it comes to content, they're like, they're so like insecure. Maybe it's the fear of success in that, that they're like, they don't let it go. Right. And it's like the last thing that a business owner has to let go for like, to really like explode. And it's so, so, so challenging. So as you were telling these stories, I'm like, this is exactly what's happening to everybody. Right. It's, is is a mix of ego, fear of, of success, uh, like over controlling this thing. And we work with the, the CMO that was for an entire year, investing 80 hours every single month recording content a cmo 80 people right a full year and then we're like enough <laughs> enough is enough we need you for only four hours right and the second he let go everything started to fall into into pieces and his business like into place no not fall into pieces into place that's right into place. <laughs> I'm like, into, all the pieces into place that's what i meant anyway okay Awesome. Well, I mean, it's because a lot of people are driven by these vanity metrics, right? So, yeah, you know, yeah. as hurt souls and picked on and bullied people, raise your hand. We all belong to the club. We want to be liked. And, yeah. you know, society drives us towards that. I don't think anywhere in the world doesn't drive you towards wanting to be accepted and appreciated. Um, very few countries, maybe Sweden, don't do that. So, <laughs> um, but basically it's these vanity metrics that they're driving to and that's what they're checking the likes, the comments, blah, 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 right? I mean, it's one of the reasons why there's such a huge teenage suicide rate is because they're, yeah. oh my God, someone didn't like my post, or, you know, kind of thing. And so yeah. they're, they're, yeah, they're putting right. this judgment on themselves and they're not valuing quality over quantity. Yeah. quality is the first lever that you pull in your business. So there's three levers. I call them the QQCs. It's the quality, the quantity, and the kinds of conversations that you're having, yeah. right? So you, yes, you have to be having quality conversations all the time. You have to be pulling out quantity, right? In terms of being able to talk to more people and really the broad reach of where you're having those conversations and things like that. But a lot of times people do them in like reverse order. They want quantity, quantity, quantity. It's why membership sites are so easy for people to kind of wrap their heads around because the numbers are so big so fast. But a lot of times people aren't aligning the right strategy to their business model. So they go right for the easy button approach. They think, okay, I'm, I fell for this one trick, one, one, one strategy, one thing that will fix whatever it is. And then they don't really look at how do you want to live your life? Yeah, yeah. And then building the business around that and looking at using the right, and I know you guys know about this, you're the masters of it in terms of the right content strategy to support the business, to support your revenue goals. It's in that order. If that's where it starts with you and ends with you, and the rest of it is about client delivery so that you can start having the reach and the impact you truly want. Yeah, yeah. Th thank you again. Go, the three levers go back. Minute 22. Um, I, I want to ask you the golden question. Are you ready for the golden question? <laughs> I'm afraid, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what the golden question is. <laughs> okay. Uh, not really. Like, how do people get, you know, their pipelines filled with organic? Okay. So I have a three-phrased approach. Every, you know, like, here's the thing. I am not unique and different other than the fact that I am unique and different. And so I will talk about things the way that I talk about them is because it's how I understand them. And I like to take complicated concepts and simplify them. Mm. So anything you need to do to fill your pipeline and to hit any revenue mark you want in your business has to do with connect, converse, and close. So those are the three C's. That's where everything lives and breathes in my life. Mm. In the connection... It's very easy to just think that it's hitting that connect button on, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, whatever it is. What I want people to really think about is using that first aspect of your business in terms of qualifying people. Yeah. How are you showing up so that the right people are attracted to you? It's where I see a lot of people leave initially a ton of money on the table because they're one thing on Facebook, something else on LinkedIn, and God knows what on Instagram. 
And so making sure that your social media profiles are absolutely synced across the way is really important because when you don't, you're giving people reasons not to buy. And buying doesn't mean just giving you their credit card transaction. It also means accepting your connection request. It means consuming your content. It means continuing the conversation so that you can get to a place where conversion might be an opportunity. Yeah. Soapbox moment. All right. So we're talking about Uh, that. one, uh, One, one. We, we, we've missed uh, the freaking helmets. Uh, uh, I'm taking notes intently today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sound checks are off and we're just going for value here. All right. Let's so that's go. the connection. Yes. So then we're going to go to the conversation. Now, this is my favorite one liner. I am the queen of the one liners. <laughs> the conversation is all about how do we go from talking about the weather to whether we should work together. That whether to whether turn of the conversation is where 95% of people get stuck. It's where people get stuck because they're in integrity. They don't want to be sleazy. They don't want to be slimy. And they don't want to do that to other people because they've had that happen to them on LinkedIn. Like Pitchy Pete, who slides into your DM giving you PTCD, that's post-traumatic connection disorder, (laughs) and pitch slaps you right off the bat because they think that just because you have a pulse, they can solve your problem. I've kind of said that a few times. That's why it came out so quick. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is all about how are you keeping track with people? How are you talking to them? Right. This is not about using scripts. This is not about, you know, (laughs) using an automated message to send to every single connection on LinkedIn. This is about leveraging quality, which means you're going to take a little bit more time to get to know somebody. And a little bit more time means 30 seconds. This is how we take strategic effort to create the ease in our business. You qualify your connections so you have better conversations. I don't want to waste my time. Do you? So if that's part of your thing, you don't just look at the demographics. It's not just about who they are and how much money they make. It's who they are in their soul. Do your values align to them? Because we know people buy from people. So how does someone know who you are? Well, they tell you who they are because on LinkedIn, you're showing up one way, right? Very like, you know, kind of a little bit more professional. And so I know a little bit about your demographics. I know your title. I could probably guess how much money you make. I know how many employees you have, what niche you're in, what industry, all that good stuff, all the demographics. What about the cyber, cyber psychographics? Mm-hmm. You show up on Facebook, least pictures of your kid. Now, I know that we share family values. I know that we share humor. I know that you value friendship. I know that you value um, work-life balance. These are qualifiers that tell me who you are. If I'm going to go out there and all I'm going to have are pictures of Lambo's AK-47 stack of cash and a stripper whatever, (laughs) then we don't align. I can't help you because you don't value the same things I do. (laughs) So that's in terms of how are we talking to people? How are we engaging them with quality conversation? which comes to an area that you guys are like the experts in, which is how you have millions of conversations without ever picking up the phone or getting on a Zoom call. Content. Mm-hmm. Content is the lifeblood. It's how you overcome objections. It's part of how you get people ready to buy. So I want people thinking about what is the ecosystem that you're creating? Look, all along this path, we're creating and gathering little yeses. Someone consuming your content, engaging with it, giving it a like is a micro commitment. It's a micro yes. Mm -hmm. We get to the big yes by collecting all the little ones. And so when someone consumes something, how are you keeping them engaged in your ecosystem? Because we want to make sure that just because they consume or join your Facebook group, that that's not the last time that you engage with them. Once you own the contact, you own the conversation. Yep. And that is how we get to that place. And so there's things that we're doing in terms of I have a four piece framework. I'm sure you guys cover content. So I'm not even going to go into like how I balance it. But basically, it's not pitch, pitch, pitch. And it's not all this fluffy crap in mm. terms of like, be the change you want to see in the world. Yes, be the change you want to see in the world. But I don't want to see that damn post again. Right. Yep. So how are you being strategic by helping people overcome their own objections? Which gets me to the close. Right. All right. Let me get let me mention one more thing. Please track your conversations. Mm. You don't need to waste time figuring out what's the last email. Where did I go? Who you people are leaving good leads fall through the cracks. What you live and breathe by your CRM. If you are mm. not updating, understanding where you are with someone in conversation, you want to know how to follow up. Look at real estate agents. They have mastered this. They know your kids' names. They know what sports <laughs> we're playing. And they're going to reach out and said, Hey, how did little Timmy do at his soccer game that you mentioned to me two weeks ago? And if you don't think that you're going to think of that real estate agent when you sell your house, 
you are wrong. Yep. That's how you stay in touch because here's the thing what most people don't understand. It is not about making someone make a decision. It is about welcoming them when they are ready to make that decision. Mm. And you keep front of mind so that when they get to that place, you're a contender. Yeah. You just pop off and pop off, right? You're staying front of mind, you're giving value through your content, you're helping them people overcome their objections so that when they're a grown ass adult in their business, yeah. that you are someone they take into consideration. So good. Uh, another one. Okay. I need we this, you're, you're, you're beating Golden Boulder's records over uh, here, just so you know. Okay, just so you I know. Before before we we go into the the last phase, um, just so you know, Fonzie here was supposed to order the helmets uh, to support all the Golden Boulders that are falling, you know, on top of us, but he forgot. Uh, but I love this, and I, I want to do uh, do a quick like live example of something that's happening today, in, not only in our company with somebody that we're helping. And then you can go into your last golden boulder that, you know, hopefully will be alive after you drop that. <laughs> um, we're helping this company, right? And they, they have multiple locations. And we came in and uh, it's, a, it's a very new newer team, right? And their process goes, be, you know, from lead to like a, a, a trial phase and then into hopefully a, a monthly membership, right? And they have multiple locations. And when we came in there, we're like, okay, what did um, what are these follow-ups that we're doing? Like, how are we connecting with people? Like, with the leads that are coming, not even on social yet, right? But people are already interested in in this service, right? They're coming in, and literally the one outreach that is being done is, come, 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 right? Some people do, but it's for those that don't really pay attention. Like after five times of that, it gets pretty annoying. They're they're probably not gonna come, right? So we're like, okay, let's use some like. Go, let's go back to the basics, right? Like, think about somebody, your your friend, right? Like, how are you gonna be like? I, be my friend, be my friend, be my friend, be my friend, be my friend. Before you get like you like, is that is that a thing, right? So we're like, we're trying to paint this picture on this, and we're like, okay, how can we develop this relationship at the end of the day? Because this is something somebody that's gonna come into our business and it's gonna stay with us, right? Because we have a solution that they need. We need to build that relationship for them to stay longer so they can have results so they can have a positive change in life and at the end of the day for every business that that's the goal right we're providing a solution to a problem and hopefully you know they stay for a long time because we're solving that problem we're fulfilling on that promise right so we're currently going through this process on building this communication framework right on like how are we interacting with these people before during after right like and it's all based on like relationship how can we add value right so we had a we had a little experiment the other day and we're like hey let's just text our current members and be like have a wonderful day literally that's it man like when was the last time that we sent a quick text to literally all the members that we had in the location right have a wonderful day right and then people are like oh my gosh thank you right And they're like, oh, by the way, can you, can you, you know, put me in for X, Y, Z, right? And then they'll start coming back to you. And that's, that's the thing. And this is very like new, very fresh because it's happening literally as we speak. This is something that we're developing right now for, for somebody here local. And, uh, and it goes hand in hand with what you're saying, right? And then if you add that layer of content and the relationship and the CRM, by the way, there's no CRM, which I, I'm about to have a heart attack when that, oh, find out. Have a conversation. We, we gotta, we gotta track, we gotta track that. And for us, like in our business, like it, it took us a while to get to that point where like, we need to start tracking these things and these details yeah. and, and making sure that we have everything available to make sure that we can be of service at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Right. I, honestly, I still struggle sometimes to go from the conversation to, Put it in this year. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta keep track of these things, right? I, I was especially. You want, you want horrible. a, you want a motivator? You want a motivator for Absolutely. that? Absolutely. You're already connected to your next hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Mm. And it, you don't and need to add a single new connection, a single new person in your pipeline. You already have someone to mo like multiple people, right? That can be monetized. That it's at least at least a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'll be right back. leaving money on the table. <laughs> uh, you want to get the kids' college fund set up? Like, let's go. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no kids over here yet, but I, I mean, I, 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 I agree. You know, he wants, um, a, he wants an entire soccer team. You've I, got a niece 
to handle. All right, <laughs> let's be a good uncle and stuff. <laughs> yes, ba- baby Luca, it's a boy. It's okay. It's okay. Good okay. say, Cat, you failed your test. You failed your test. We can't end it. No, I'm kidding. Cat, you got you. We know Cat's gonna update this. You just look better as a girl, so I assume you would. We have. actually funny funny story. I don't think we've ever shared this on the show. We actually have a niece that's like what? She's what? Twenty two. No, she's like 25. 25. Like, yeah. Oh, you I'm 28. I'm 28. Yeah. I'm 28. No, it wasn't incorrect when I made the statement. You were not incorrect. That, that's, tuition that is right. That's that is why right. we launched exclusive today. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah exclusive. we do have a 25 year old niece. Crazy. I mean, now we know, Kat, you're going you're gonna to go and update that CRM and then you're going <laughs> to tell my brother, hey, how's, how's your son doing, right? Yeah. But I, I love what you're saying. <laughs> I love 25. Yeah. <laughs> For those listening, Kat is writing it down right now. Yeah, She's yeah. taking some notes, you yeah. know. Just just like you guys should be doing. You guys should be taking notes as you listen to this episode because Kat has been amazing and she's been dropping some yeah. incredible hashtag golden boulders. But Kat, you know, I I love about the CRM and keeping tabs on this thing. That is something that I found important. I honestly started my FRM, which is Friendship Relationship Management, right? <laughs> and for even friends, like maybe people that I'm not like just interested in like selling something, but it's like I just want to have a meaningful relationship with them. I think it's very important because. Oh my or- God. I'm so glad you brought that up because uh- it's one of the biggest problems with lead generation. Oh, let's go. Let's go. All right. So here it is. Um, So first, before I go into that, like the thing that I think a lot of people forget is that in order to make all of this work, it is absolutely critical that you leverage permission, permission based marketing and permission based sales is a big proponent of how you go from weather to weather. Right. You ask people along the way and you don't make them wrong for saying no. Mm-hmm. that's how you have a high close rate because then you're going to follow up with them because they were willing to entertain the question in the first place, which means that they're already sold on the idea. It's just the timing that needs to work out. Mm. So put that over there. So here's the problem with what how people think about lead generation. Most times they are very one dimensional, which means I'm going to generate leads to close clients, right? That's how people talk about business and all that stuff. And that is how you leave so much money on the table because you people need to think about this in a multi-dimensional way. And what I mean is that a lead isn't just a client. That is one of the options. A lead is a power partner, is a referral partner, is someone who can introduce you to a podcast, is someone who can get you a speaking gig. It's someone who can be a friend. Yes. Right. Like it's someone who can provide you another opportunity and it doesn't stop there. Once you walk through one of those doors, then all of those doors become available to you again. Mm -hmm. It's how you take one lead and turn it into an infinite amount of them. And that is one of the ways that you are already connected to at least 100K. And I don't mean in the next year, 10 years, it can be in the next month or week. But people have to activate the conversations and be willing to put themselves out there and stop making it personal. Do you think that the Heinz Mm -hmm. company cries every single time you go into the grocery store and don't buy a bottle of ketchup? Is the CEO in the corner saying, oh my my God, they hate me. They're never going to buy from me. I'm going to fail. This is the worst day of my life. I suck. No. What he's saying is awesome. Wasn't the right time. What I'm going to do is I'm going to keep marketing so that I stay front of mind so that when the person is ready and they run out of ketchup because they may have just bought the Costco value pack of ketchup and are good. It wasn't personal. Yeah. It just wasn't the right timing. Yes. So when they run out and they need it quick, they're going to go to the grocery store. And guess what? They may very well buy the organic and pay more because they saw the value in your product. Yes. Because you didn't take it personally and you kept showing up. Absolutely. That top of funnel awareness Ooh. is so, so, so important to Baby. always be cultivating. This was, uh, again, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you just... I, crowd is going crazy. Let's go. This is... We uh, got the horse cat. Let's go. An, an avalanche <laughs> of golden boulders today it. here. But, cat, <laughs> I, I, this is amazing. It's making me think so many, so many awesome thoughts. But I have a very selfish question, right? I mean, there are some contacts in our pipeline that we probably, you know, uh, maybe haven't followed up as we should have. Right, mm-hmm. uh, for in, in the in the past few months, right, we should have done a better job at at, at keeping the conversation going with these people. So, what would be a good way of going back and retaking these conversations, right? Because you're telling me that in our pipeline, and not not just ours, but the listener, right now, you already mm-hmm. have the people to have your next 100k. 
right? So yep. how do we go and revitalize, right? Again, going back to the intro, today your pipeline will be revitalized. How do we revitalize these conversations? I have two ways you can do it. One, if it's someone that you really know and you've kind of done, you know, you have, you've built that conversation with and you've built that relationship with, drop a GIF, go mm. into their inbox and drop a GIF. And I like using different ones. There's just, ugh, I hate sharing this one because I think people are going to use it, but it's, <laughs> and listen to your reaction. Okay. So the GIF is an image, right? It, it conveys so much information. There's a woman sitting on the bus and there's a rather large man with no shirt on next to her holding, you know, the, the bar on the top. Yeah. And the bus hits a bump and he goes, and it hits her in the face. <laughs> if you don't, and it said, and the thing says bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't think that that gift doesn't get some, or there's Jimmy Fallon throwing hay in the hair going, hey, hey. or there's like, you know, we can, we can build. Going, yeah. or there's Jim Carrey doing the, Right, yeah. like pick a uh, gift that demonstrates and conveys your personality mm. and start the conversation again. You can also just be like super awkward and call it out and be like, oh my God, uh, completely dropped the ball, totally meant to respond to you here. Sorry about that. You know, I was, and then go and start the conversation like nothing ever happened. When yeah. you haven't talked to a friend in a couple months, do you go, oh my God, like, I can't talk to you. I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I didn't talk to you for the last three months and here are all the things and I'm, you don't, you just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, they probably didn't notice. You're probably not that important when it comes to their center of their universe. Yes, that yeah. is so important to understand. You're a really big assumption there. Not you, you, but just individuals in general. out there. Yeah, and, th and that's so important to understand, right? Like, so... Here's a very vivid example of something that happened, right? We had this incredible guest on the show, uh, and we developed a great relationship. Like, we started talking. We're, we're probably going to be going speaking in one of his events next year. Like, he approached it. It's super awesome, right? And then we're like, hey, he showed interest in what we do, and he, and he has an incredible team on the back, right? And uh, and I remember he goes, like, follow, follow with me. Just make sure, like, we're going through these, like, live events right now. Just make sure that you like you keep you keep at it, right? Like, and he gave me the permission, right? I'm like, sweet, sounds good. So once in a while, I was like, hey, you know, what's up, man? How's it going? Like, just let me know whenever you're available. How are the event, uh, events going, and so on. And we continue the conversation. One day, he goes like, Luis, I'm ready to chat. Here's here's my time. Sweet. So I go in there. We book the time, and then I jump on the call, right? And then one minute goes by, two minutes go by, five minutes go by, and I'm like, man, like. That I, I, in my head, I'm like, is he actually like coming? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, all those stories that sometimes we get in our heads, right? Yep. And then after 10 minutes, he jumps on the call and he's like pacing, right? He's on the phone. Normally, he's in his computer and like he, in his setup. He's on the phone and he's pacing, like, dude, I am so so sorry. Like, uh, I, you know, here's what's happening, right? It's like I'm I'm prepping for a meeting that I have in like five minutes, right? And I'm like, sweet, like this must be something good. Like, who are you meeting with? And he goes like. Billy Jean's marketing. I don't know if you're familiar with Billy Jean. Yep, yep. Matt, and I'm like, bro, let me hop off. You're good. Go do your thing, right? And, I, and so, you know, that paints a picture of like, first off, like there's other things happening in these entrepreneurs yeah. or the people, the prospects or the, your leads minds, right? And this mm -hmm. is why it's so important what you keep saying, like in the entire episode is that top of mind we gotta be out there how do how can we yeah. communicate like if we know a piece of information can we relay that piece of information with something that happens sends a picture i love the gif i love the awkward i'm that guy that says oh, awkward i call it out all the time right yeah i think Fonzie struggled a little bit more with, on that one i did struggle um, a little bit more i, 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 I think <laughs> I mean, it, it clearly being awkward comes naturally to you but about calling yourself out about it right that's the <laughs> yeah yeah he's already awkward but yeah. uh, i just gotta cut yeah yeah i i, well, I think I, can, I, we can be friends we, we can be friends i, I think we're okay Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, put, as yeah. long as we both join forces and pick on one brother, then we're good. Oh, that's all good. That's all good. Yeah. I, I think the pick a bro hashtag pick a bro I mean, was you, solved today. Oh, it, it'll, hey. oh, so good. It, it'll just make me stronger at the end of you the day. Make your guest pick the favorite bro. We we started doing that. Started going south very quickly because uh, it, <laughs> it, it became very awkward. People didn't want to choose. We, we should we should do that and then we should have a score at the bottom here really of the good. screen where it pops up yeah. the actual score. <laughs> that would be, be pretty awesome. Um, uh, yeah. But Kat, I, I, I love this, what you're saying, right? Like we sometimes we just tell so many stories inside of our own head. We just get inside of our own head and that stop us from literally asking somebody how they're doing, right? And, and, and re well, revitalizing that conversation. Let me flip the script on that. 
imagine you're on the other side of that conversation. Maybe the person reaching out to you again, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time, you actually appreciate because you've got so much stuff going on that you really value the fact that they keep thinking of you. Yeah. And so yeah. you're actually more likely to buy because that person was consistent. Yeah. They were savage with their follow-up because it wasn't about getting your money. It was about building the relationship and making sure you're okay. Yeah. So until you get a fuck off, yeah. right? I never want to hear from you, you know, and usually yeah, someone yeah. will remove the connection before that. Happens, <laughs> yeah. right? Do yourself a favor and assume that you're acting in integrity because yeah. you are, because it is about building and valuing the relationship over the transaction. All of this goes in that vein and that energy of we're really building the relationship. And yes, we expect that some transactions are going to happen, but that's not the hyper focus. Again, we're looking at it multidimensionally, not just in the, I'm just trying to get a credit card number, which brings me to the other way that you can actually get the conversation going and how you have the person really excited about continuing the conversation, which is instead of sliding into the DMs, because those are absolutely valid, but I said that's if you know someone. If you're not as familiar and it kind of has been a little bit of that awkward time frame, what you can do instead is why don't you give first instead of taking? And not you, you, right? Again, just the general collective yeah. you. Comment on their stuff. Ask a question that enables them to showcase their expertise on their own post. Yeah. yeah. Engage them first outside of the DMs. And then you can go into the DMs and say something like, hey, really appreciated your post. I left a comment because, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Use a reason. But what you're doing out of all of this is you're interrupting someone's day, which is marketing, by the way, people. But... (laughs) No one wants to be interrupted with, hey, how's business going? Like, how many times has someone done that to you? And you're like, (laughs) right? Interrupt them for a good reason. And if it's a good reason, that person will want to engage with you in conversation. Yeah. That is so good. So valuable, by the way. I think you should make a a T-shirt that says savage follow-up. I did. I, st- I mean, I didn't make a t-shirt, but I would, did used to call myself savage when it came to the follow-up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that would, that would sell it. like, like hotcakes. I, savage follow-up. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. And I want to encourage everybody. Are you savage? Question Are you savage? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I want to encourage the, the listener, right? Like this is not just theory. I mean, Kat, obviously you do it all the time, right? We do it all the time for our show. Like that's, there's a reason there's almost 200 episodes with, a bunch of incredible people right it's like that's it that's one of our that's one of the things that we do right and i remember one vivid story with devon brown right number one business mc in the entire world has been an mc for tony robbins russell brand like incredible personalities mm-hmm. right and yeah. we met him we met him at, at a couple of events right i don't think he remember who we were but we have a picture with him right and we're like <laughs> god this is gonna be awesome right and i remember like one of the things to reestablish that conversation was i sent him that picture right i sent him at the end with that picture i'm like hey devon we met at this event Event, man like it's incredible like at that event we did not have a show now we do we're about to hit 150 episodes i think at the time 160 something we will be honored to have you in here we've had people like xyz and i think you can bring a ton of value to the audience immediately here so that's what i call give them context to have the conversation mm. yeah give them context that's lo- the one-liner so write that down context yeah. opens the door to the conversation yeah there you go so another one another one <laughs> i mean you. We, we, next time we'll bring uh, DJ Khaled over here. Another, another one. We, we need that, that sound in here. Yeah. Um, and, and then when he came on the show, because he was traveling to London, and he's like, hey, follow up with me around this time because I'm not going to be able to do it. And and I did, right? I'm like, I followed up this, the day that he told me to do it. I'm like, hey, David, what's up? How was the trip? Right? So it was not like, hey, can you come? Nope. It was like, how was your trip? How 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 did it go, man? Like, tells the stories. And then he's like, man, awesome. By the way, I can do this day. I'm like, sweet, let's do it. And then when he jumped out, he was like, the one of the first thing that he said is like, dude, I thank you. I think it was after the interview. It wasn't, it was, it was not before it was after. He's like, I thank you so much because you continue to follow up with me. Right. And it's like, people have stuff going on every single time. So Kat, what you're saying is so valuable. And I really want to paint the picture for the people that are listening today that it's possible at every stage of of whatever you call your pipeline, your process. Like if you have a show, if you want your dream guest, this is how you do it, right? Everybody will say yes, unless they say fuck off first. But Mm -hmm. I promise you, we haven't heard the first fuck off yet. So it's like, and we've been doing this for a long time. Honestly, it's a matter (laughs) of perspective. Perspective is so, so important. At least not to your face. 
yeah. yeah. Inside they're like, oh, yeah. dang it. And those, then they, they, they might block us. Here's the thing. For as many people as you reach out to and have conversations with, like, yes, there's a statistical aspect of it. I mean, you know, this is the place, yeah. like I said, where 95% of people get stuck. It's actually the reason why I give my clients over 1,300 templates. I give them sales emails. I give them sales templates. I have sales conversations. I have follow-up conversations. I have um, how to how to have this weather-to-weather conversations, reasons to reach out. Like all of this stuff is where people stay stuck. Mm. But if you have a resource, then really it's not there's nothing really in between you and actually activating it other than you making the time and prioritizing it. Yep. And so that's where the, you know, the accountability, the I mean, no one really wants to get on a call with me, like and say they didn't do something because as yeah. loving as I am, like for some reason people are afraid. So, <laughs> <laughs> it but that's right there in terms of like people being in appreciation of you following up. It's one of the reasons why content and consistency and like, let's start like consistency of the content. Cause we know that putting good content out there doesn't mean anything unless it's consistent and consistency in your business, which includes the follow-up is the best way to overcome uh, is the best objection handler when it comes to risk. It's yeah, how you yeah. mitigate the risk of an investment from someone else in you. Because when you're consistent with yourself, your content, your follow-up, and how you create results for your clients, you then demonstrate that you're able to do that for them. And mm. that mitigates the risk for them wanting to invest. And the lower the risk barrier, the higher you're able to charge money. So mm. lower risk, increase perceived value. So if you're one of those people that's all about high-ticket sales, then let's start being a little more consistent so you mitigate the risk and show people that you're not going to give up on yourself and you're definitely not going to give up on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, another one. Another one. Now, I, 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 I love this conversation. We're, we're getting close to the end over here, Sally. We're going to have to bring you for a second time, of course. Yes. Um, but I'm going to drop a golden boulder from our side to you. You know, where it's a little heavy over here. <laughs> we got, we, we got, usually uh, say yeah. consistency is art, right? And art is an acronym mm. for authority, relevancy, and trust, right? And at the end of the day, how they see how you're doing it is what they're going to think you're going to do for them as well, right? How how you show up is extremely important. And the other thing that I wanted to mention was perspective, right? I mean, you all this side of the conversation right now, perspective matters. I am one of those that get in my head and I'm like, oh, I'm bothering them. I had that false belief that if you're following up, you're bothering the other person. When I could easily change my perception and be like, oh, no, they want me to follow up because instead of, Following up meaning I'm annoying. Following up means I can show them I yeah. am consistent and that I care, right? So that has so everything key. to do with what theory do you want to believe in, right? So you know, um, Henry Ford said, "You're uh, uh, whether you believe you're right or believe you're wrong, either uh, yeah, believe I, if you believe you're right or believe you're wrong, either way you're right, kind yep. of thing." So mm. I screwed that up, but um, <laughs> um, anyway, you, essence, you get the theory of what is it I'm yeah. saying. And so here's the thing: is what is the evidence? that you're collecting to support whatever theory that you're building. So are you someone who's saying, okay, you know what? I bother people. And you know, Sarah, when I reached out to her, she told me that this wasn't the right time. And so I was bothering her. And then Steve said this or this, or are you looking at the hundreds of people who bought from you because you followed up? Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. So what is the evidence that you're collecting to validate your theory? And yep. which one is actually going to support you to continue to go down your path to success? Yeah. Uh, Fonsi, I think this is straight for you because we've had this conversation <laughs> a lot. So, yeah, so we, we there's going to be a product coming on how we do the show, right? Like, we that's not what we sell currently, but there's going to be something because people have been asking, right? And uh, it's all about perspective, right? And there's sometimes because we're so in it right that we don't really like see the extent of like the impact that this had not only in us but like the business the team like what we've been able to build in such a short period of time and we had to we had to step back right and we're like okay what's what are the results that the show has given us right and we had that conversation right and it's these conversations have resulted in over six figures in sales like in less than a year which Never in our lives we have we did right like we went we almost like triple sales like since we started the show, and because we were so in it right and we had those conversations which is you know people are like the timing issue the timing is so 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 valuable right because maybe the timing is not right, but when we looked at uh, you know 
we looked up and we're like, okay, this is what this has generated, not only in revenue, but relationships, people that we've connected with, opportunities, speaking gigs, masterminds, connections, friends, so much. Yeah. We were like, huh? Yeah. I, I struggle looking back and, yeah. and, 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 and looking back at the, at the wins. I agree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's hard for action takers, right? And, and yeah, high driven people of being like, I mean, if you're anything like me, it's you achieve a goal and you're like, awesome, what's next? There's not that moment where you look back and you celebrate everything that you've accomplished. Yeah. And it's actually how you kind of realign yourself and recenter to yeah. actually give yourself more energy to, uh, you know, attack the next level. Yeah. Absolutely. So good. Okay. Uh, Kat, so, you're gonna ooh. have to come back a second time, just so you know. Yeah. There's gonna there's gonna be a, a, a content profit 2.0 coming soon, soon to be announced. Uh, people, if you're ooh. listening, just stay tuned. Uh, so you have to come for that now. As an action point, I really want to encourage people to revive their pipelines. Like minute 40, you can go there. But I'm gonna recap a gif. By the way, you show some examples in there. Hopefully, we see a lot of those coming yep. in, coming through. That'll be incredible. <laughs> uh, be awkward and call it out and give the first give first instead of just taking. Right. So those are three. Uh, I encourage you, the, the listener, do one of those and see what yeah. happens. Right. I, I think this that is super super powerful. I highly encourage you, Fonzie, to uh, start yeah. sending gifts. Sure. A Fonzie saying, hey, <laughs> hey, oh, that's, okay. that's going to be my gift right Boop. there. You know what? Uh, and then you'll get to the point where you start creating your own gifts of you guys on the show. And that's that's going to happen yes. for sure. Now, Kat, last question to you is where will you be if you do not publish? Uh, if I don't publish content in general. Where would put, I be put, if I didn't your... publish content? No. I wouldn't be successful. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be able to do this. This content is absolutely the engine, the doors, the windows, the everything to your vehicle to be able to get to success. It is almost impossible to do it without it. And it's something that if I could have learned that sooner in my entrepreneurial journey, that I think it would have created exponentially even more success for me faster. Mm. I love it. Fall. All right, here we go. They, all, uh, we, and it sounds like this we, too. We this need thing, like this thing. like Tony Robbins have like an emotional sound for when, when for this, you know, for this, for this moment. moment when you're answering the question like that, we just start like a slow tune, <laughs> you know, one tear dropping down, down your cheek. Yeah. But Kat, <laughs> thank I, you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And the reason we asked that, uh, two reasons actually. One, for motivation, we, you know, we listen to this and we're like, we need to keep publishing, right? I mean, yeah. content is profit. We Let's need to go. keep doing it. And Absolutely. also, the and the other reason as well is for those people that might be struggling with, hey, should I publish? Should I not? You got to do it. Do it. You got to do it. Right? So thank you for yeah. sharing that. Kat, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Have a conversation? Receive all those awesome gifts and uh, awkward uh, comments? <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing I do want to say before I share that, and I will, and I promise this will take two seconds, is just that the third phase is the close. And the only the mm. one thing I want yes. you to think about when it comes to the close, so connect, converse, and close, is that instead of selling the way that you buy, Think about selling the way that your clients want to buy. You're leaving a lot of money on the table by just operating in one way. And there's actually a strategic way to get everybody ready to buy before you get on the sales call, which addresses every single one of the five buyer type personalities. Mm. And even better, it can be automated. Um, so just, uh, you know, just with that. So I always say you can have the worst sales call in the world and it'll still close if you've got the right lead on it. Yeah. Um, how people can find me on <laughs> how people can, like, I'll call out my own boulders yeah um, let's go <laughs> we're, we're so in shock we're like uh, just, I love just, it just Kat, keep talking I know I, I love it that you're like that's a golden boulder put full, it right full there disclosure. Oh, yeah, I told you I know my one liner so, my beats so, I got them down so Kat, by the way like, full disclosure here we uh, yeah. the, we we have a family yeah. event like Fonzie's yeah. moving out uh, you know we're all sad uh, that he's leaving the house and we're going for dinner and having a couple beers and my wife is literally at the door just like all, about to like knock it down but this is so good that we cannot leave hey, the show I will, I will end it with this is so basically good. i love to stack the wins <laughs> before people will ever consider even entering really a linear parts of my ecosystem so i do have a freebie it's a three-part training you get instant access to this and it includes these three things one i talk about how you want to build your system and process to generate leads consistently for you and you can maintain that process in less than an hour a day mm. that means a full pipeline all the sales calls you want booked on your calendar 
I will break, I break down in there how to structure that hour or reach out. What are the activities and what to focus on for how much time? Now, the second piece is actually I give you social media swipe so that you can start activating start of some of that 100K that you're already connected to. And it basically helps the people you are connected to to raise their hands and say, I'm ready to work with you, given that they're ready to work with you. So it'll tell you the opportunity and show you what's possible. Now, the third thing is, is I actually give people my sales script that I give that myself and my clients use to have an 80 to 90% close ratio. And it walks you through how to lead someone through a sales call and not push them through it. So all three of those things you get access to immediately and you can find it at fullybooked.ceo. Oh, that domain is so good. Fullybooked.ceo. Drop that money. Ooh. Yeah, we need like a clink, 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 clink. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we just need a lot of new can, sounds. Can you say it again? Can you say it again, please, for, for the sound? Just for your Fullybooked.ceo. Yep, yep. Big round of applause. Kat, thank you so much. This has thank been you. absolutely amazing. Uh, what a pleasure it has been to have you here on the podcast. I mean, at the beginning, before the show started, we said this is going to be like a 30, 40 minute episode. Nope. We enjoyed, are a enjoyed. little bit over an hour now. So much value. And I didn't even go in the last part of the process. I'm just right. going to say this. Like, was it better than the summit that you know you were in? You don't have to respond. You don't have to answer. I mean, you, you know, don't have to it's definitely longer. <laughs> <laughs> Hash, hashtag Pika event. Pika event. Pika event. Yeah. Uh, Kat, anything else you want to add before we head out? No, you guys are amazing. And, you know, if anyone is listening to this and is hesitating in any kind of way, shape, or form, don't. Check them out. These guys are the absolute real deal. They're in integrity. They're actually absolutely committed by getting their clients' results. And when they say content is profit, it is 100% true. Thank Ooh. you so much. Uh, hold on. There we go. It had to happen. The the final final golden And with that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contains Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform and on social media at Beast Bros. Go. That is right. And if Kat here today help you fill up your pipeline, please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.